The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Hannah. Hi. We have some of my favorite guests. It's been a year. It was one of my favorite shows that we've ever done on the EP Podcast. I've been looking forward to this for a year because we had so much fun. We have the folks from the Most Holy Redeemer Trivia Competition that is coming up here on the 29th of this month. And we have Tom Winstead, who told me last year he was done. And he's been sucked back in. How are you, Tom? He's so good as a host. Just when you think you're out. (laughs) They pull you back in. They pull you back in, okay. Aaron Bishop is here. How are you, Aaron? Good. And then we have Matt McKee who is sitting here. He's been on this show before because he's a member of the Irish Kilty Band. But now you got sucked in. You're... <laughs> I thought a couple years ago, but yeah. You yeah, know. you didn't show up for the podcast last year. I didn't know you were a part of this. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. So you're hanging here. I just want to point out to everybody that's listening, I'm really good at this. <laughs> no, I want to tell you this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm really good at this. Like, this past year, a year ago, well, you know, let's start even sooner than that. For the last couple of years, the same team always wins. Always wins. It's got the pastor of the church, Father Highland, on there. Right? Am I am I am I making that up, Tom? He's been kicking three butt. Of, three of the past four. Three of the past won. four, right? But who's the one that stopped him? The yeah. Lanuti table. The Lanuti <laughs> table stopped him. Last year we almost stopped him. He had a full table. I had five people, Hannah. Remember this? It was me, it was you, it was Erica, it was my buddy Ed, who's on one of my other podcasts, and his wife, yes. and the other people didn't show up. Father Paul was supposed to be there, he had to give last rites, I don't know why that was more important, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I didn't have enough trivia people, and we came in second! Yes! We came in second against yes. a full team with half of a team. I'm bringing a full team this year. I'm bringing back, actually, the original team that won the championship a few years ago and finally stopped the Highland team. And let's not even. I'm now, not going to name it too. All, it's so. the Highland Race team, okay? <laughs> yes, it's Julie Marty Race. Race and Julie well, Race. It's Julie Race that carries that team. Whatever, okay? The, 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 <laughs> I've the, been told. I know the races are sources, great people. My I love them. Have said is Julie. I love them, but let me t- let me tell you something right Trivia now. Trivia is her Christmas. I know it is, and I am going to ruin Christmas. There's going to be no <laughs> presents underneath the tree because I am bringing back the original group that won a couple of years ago. But I'm adding in, there are two people that couldn't make it. I'm adding in Hannah and Father Paul. So I've got my religious questions down because that's, you guys have a section where it's basically like, name this church and nobody knows the churches. And it's like the priest always gets it. And now I've got a priest and I've got Hannah for your Bayou questions. So I'm ready. Ask a lot of Bayou questions. (laughs) You know where I dominated last year was the royalty questions. They were asking about who was sixth in line to the throne. That was Karen Winstead wrote that category. Very, very good. Okay, so, and then last year, of course, you guys surprised me with the Steve Dow question. And I thought that was amazing. And we talked about it a little bit on the show afterwards. But, like, I had... I had actually suggested to Aaron, I was like, is there a question about me? And she kind of stuttered on the show. And then next thing you know, here's Steve Dahl, and he's asking a question, who's the person who's the host of the EP podcast? So, Aaron, I'm going to start with you. What question am I in this year? Oh, Mike Cushing would have my head if I gave you <laughs> any clues at all. It is top secret. They are okay. locked and loaded. I cannot tell you. This but is, for the right price, I might. Okay. Because well, it's all for charity. This is my favorite, like... I, I think I told you this last year. My sister's in a school in Beverly, 
and they do a trivia night. And at their trivia night, you have to bring your own booze and you have to bring your own food. Now you can bring your, you can bring your own booze, oh, booze to us. You can do that. Too. You can bring in if like you want something. Bring it but as much as you want. If you really like drinking Jack Daniels, just plop it down on the table and go for it. But you have you have a bar with beer, and then you also provide food, right? Correct. Okay. So so tell everybody real quick who's never been part of a Most Holy Redeemer trivia night what they can expect if they join us on the 29th. All right. So the Most Holy Redeemer. Trivia Night supports our technology fund. It's uh, $450 for a table. That's That'll buy a people. lot of rocket ships for the kids. Absolutely. Yeah, pizza, drinks, pop, beer. I think there's wine, boxed wine, but wine nevertheless. Uh, doors open at 6, trivia sta- <laughs> starts bottles. at 7. Bottles of wine, wine, Tommy. We got exactly. bottles. Exactly. <laughs> uh, buys the bottles. <laughs> That's right. No, no one ever has ever complained about the amount or the vintage of the alcohol no. served. No. That I can recall. Um, and Tom, you host it. I do host it. Yeah, you're the host fourth, with the most. Fourth year. So last year you told me you were done and you're back. Why? It was a three-year commitment. Um, much like Gilligan's 30-minute tour, though, or three-hour tour, it uh, is extended. So this is my fourth year, supposedly final. We'll see. And yeah, I don't think I don't think they I don't think they should ever change anybody. Okay. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Because he comes out and it's a comedy act. He's got nothing but personality when he comes out there. I've been to trivia contests all over the South Side. I love doing trivia. This is like my thing. And when I sit down and I watch Tom go out there, it's funny what you do. Do you write it down in advance before you go out there? I do not prepare ever for anything, Chris, including tonight, as you'll you'll notice. But uh, Aaron, (laughs) Aaron does a lot. A lot, a lot of preparation. So okay. she's the uh, straw that stirs the drink of the trivia committee. So as long as she's in, I'm doing it. But the minute she bombs out, uh, that's that's it. So what goes into the questions, Aaron? How do we how do we figure out what we're going to ask people? So because the because the team. thing that I hate is I hate going to trivia nights where you hire a trivia. No, guy, no, 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 no. And you guys don't do that. No, no. All you 13. do stuff that's like local yep. and has something to do with the community, and that's all why I think it's fun. All thirteen team members are parents at Redeemer. Okay. And we all write the questions, and then we all look at the questions. We try to answer the questions. We move them around and decide what works best. So it's all people your age people that you know writing these questions. Last year you had re- like like trivia questions that didn't make it. Correct. Do you have that again for me this year? We sure do. Oh my God, that's awesome. So these are, and you know what was great was when I went back and listened to the episode, they were clearly like question 11. Like you still had that category. So I felt like people that listened to the EP podcast and then went to trivia night had an idea of what was going to be asked. Like it benefited people that showed up for trivia night to listen to the EP podcast and then hear the rejected trivia questions. Because there were a couple of times that you guys like brought up a category. I'm like, oh, like that was one of the rejected ones from that category. So I, I'm, I'm excited about this. I will not confirm or deny that right now. <laughs> Mike Cushing will be over here to yeah. get me. in. A- Mike Cushing should have come tonight. So nobody cares what he thinks. You get a table of 10 for $450. I, of course, had a table of five last year and came in second. So if you can't feel the table of 10 and come in in the top 10, you're sad and you should be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) Doors open at 6 p.m. Bonus points for the best table decorations. Team theme. Give me a hint is how I win this because I have watched people win this and I think their tables look stupid. And I feel like my table looks better than theirs. So what is what is the key to winning the best table? Tom? What's that the best? Is a what, good question. Who I, makes the decision? 
It's certainly not me. It's the um, wives, right? I mean, the, believe, girl, the girls yeah, who sell the raffle it's baskets. A, it's a the raffle basket contest, wives. Yeah, it's a beauty contest. Yeah. All right. So, I just want to know who I got to play might to. Be, it you're might playing be to uh, forty-year-old girl. Forty-year-old women. Yeah. It might be when they see people going up to put money in the baskets for the raffles. Okay. They gravitate towards those tables. I don't know. But forty-year-old women is what I'm talking. It's what the you're moms of MHR. So audience. I got to just figure. I got to ask Erica, like, who's hot? Yeah. And then let's let's make a table in right. honor of that guy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Right? I mean, like, like, that'd be, a, that'd be a good start. I mean, yeah. think about, think about, Tom, think, follow me on this one. Yeah. But remember when women were like totally in love with that whole thing with the vampires and the werewolves and they were oh, running yeah. around? Yeah, what Twilight. was it? Twilight. Twilight, exactly. Twilight. So if I would have had a table that had Edward and the guy that turned into a wolf yeah. and I put them together, 40 old women would love that and I might win the best table. Maybe, maybe just an Us Weekly theme table maybe I might, do that. might just go straight right. to the heart right. of the matter. Exactly. That might do it. You know, maybe, yeah, exactly. Maybe just something that has to do with like, uh, I don't know what 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 are they into? What are they, what are these forty year old women the, into? The ladies these days. What are the ladies into? Tom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm afraid I just read the questions. <laughs> I, uh, I... Real quick, it is now time for your EP word on the street. Because we got to get to these rejected trivia questions. We have two other guests about to walk in the door here as well. Over the last couple of weeks, we've had guests on that have talked about events going on this Saturday, the 22nd of February. If you haven't heard the previews for Fantasy Fest, that is Evergreen Park's Comic-Con, or the EP Library Sip and Sample, go back and check out those previous episodes. Fantasy Fest is this Saturday at the Senior Center, 9547 South Holman Avenue. And the Sip and Sample starts at 6 p.m. over at the library. Call 708-422-8522 for more details. The Village-Wide Garage Sale held at Eukich Field is now going to take place on Saturday, May the 2nd from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. There are indoor spots for 50 bucks, outdoor spots for 35 And now is the time to register your kid for baseball or softball. The EPAA and the Boys Club in the middle of registrations and also our next guest, the EPGSL Evergreen Park Girls Softball League. Their registration open as well. Go to epgirlsoftball.com for more details or just listen to our next guest sitting here right now, ready to go. It's the EP Podcast rolling on, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Hey, Dad, can we go someplace fun for dinner tonight? Well, I don't want to drive too far, and we're staying in Evergreen Park. And it's got to be someplace I can bring your younger brother, and your mother and I can still get something cold to drink. I want to have seafood tonight. I want to get messy. How about this? I have an idea. We'll go to the Crazy Crab. Yeah! Crazy Crab at 9204 Southwestern Avenue in Evergreen Park is open for lunch and dinner with favorites like fried catfish, shrimp po'boys, lobster rolls, and raw oysters by the half dozen. And then if you want to get crazy, pick out some crab legs, snow crab, king crab, blue crabs, lobster tail, mussels, clams, crawfish, shrimp, and then pick your flavors. Lemon pepper, garlic pepper, crazy Cajun, or combine all three in the trifecta and then go for the spice. You can go mild all the way up to crazy hop. Then the crazy crab brings it to your table and you chow down. Kids, get in the car. We're heading up to 9204 Southwestern Avenue and getting some crazy crab. Yay! Last week we had Don Paul on the EP podcast and he talked fondly about his time playing ball all around Evergreen Park 
He played for multiple leagues, multiple schools. The one league that he didn't play on, though, because he wasn't eligible to play in that league, is the EPGSL, the Evergreen Park Girls Softball League. And Scott McQuillan, who has been on this show once before, rejoins us around the same time as he did last year is because kids are starting to, it doesn't feel like it outside, Scott, but it's time to get ready if your kid is going to start playing softball. Absolutely. This is the uh, this is our busy time because we're, we're trying to, I guess you could call it recruit. We're going around trying to get our flyer out to everybody and make sure everybody knows that that we're here and that uh, uh, spring is just right around the corner and we you need to get signed up now. Our draft is uh, in the second week of March, so we're trying to get all our registration done before then. Yeah, I, I, I've coached in this league before. I've mentioned that. You know that, of course, but I mean, not everybody who listens knows that. My, my daughter still plays in this league. I, I love what I've seen over the years with it. the only kind of thing that I can tell people if they're thinking about putting their daughter into this league, if they've never done it before is that it seems like every year it gets better. And it seems like every year it, you really feel like you're like in a class league. You guys, when I first started being a part of it, there might've been two or three or four signs up there for like big years where they won a championship. You might need to find another diamond to put more signs up because it's literally all over there at, at Yukich you could go and see all these accomplishments of all these girls that have been in the league now for these years and years and years. And you've been a part of it now for a long time. Well, how does it feel to see it grow to what it's become? Uh, it's great. It feels great. Uh, we got two more that are going to go up on the, on the fence this year. Our 16U and 10U all-star teams last year won the state championship for little league in Illinois. And it's, it's a great feeling. We definitely have been getting better. I think in the competition in the league, um, whether the parity in the league, we try and, uh, split the teams up so that they're even and and all the girls that you don't have teams that are uh, 10 and one and a team that's one and ten we our goal is to have a bunch of five and five teams because we want the girls to have fun out there and if if you're getting beat up every time you're not having fun and if you're uh, as much as you wouldn't think it if you're beating everybody up it gets a little boring too so you don't you don't want to do either one really good for you guys I'm, I'm always happy to have you on I reached out to you on this one because I was like absolutely I always want to support that league, that league brought my daughter an awful lot of joy. And there are plenty of places, uh, you know, but this is the league for girls in the area to go and play in. I know that there's a lot of options for boys for Little League and everything like that. But if you have a daughter that wants to play, I remember my daughter was hesitant to play softball because the White Sox play baseball. So she played with the boys for exactly. a few years. But when she came over here, she realized that she probably should have just come over here in the first place. And if she could sit here and give advice, that's what she would say. So It's all of her friends from school and everything anyway playing on these teams. Yeah. And, and we bring in uh, kids from other areas too. We encompass Mount Greenwood, Marionette Park even, uh, and then obviously Evergreen. But you have kids from the public schools in Evergreen mixing in with the kids from uh, Most Holy Redeemer and Queen of Martyrs. Uh, as well as some other schools outside of Oh, yeah, they really become friends with kids they wouldn't have normally met, exactly. and that's what makes it really kind exactly. of a fun league. It's awesome. Well, Scott, thanks a lot for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial Representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. 
Sounds you know? busy. He's got places to go. Yeah, I know. He's a busy guy. We got to get into this Come interview. On. Okay. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> we have our good friend Sal Munoz over here from Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar. I've been begging him to come down to the bar for ages. He I'm always in. in his bar drinking his booze. <laughs> and now he's in my bar drinking mine. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm you know, we're we're getting to the end of winter, even though the weather is terrible right now here in February. I can look at the calendar and be like, there is so much ahead. And I know you guys are doing a lot of stuff. And this is kind of a fun next month or so, I think, for restaurants in the area. Would you agree? Absolutely. You know, spring's right around the corner. So we're um, looking to do some stuff that is going to get closer to uh, patio season. So as soon as the weather breaks, um, we're going to start putting tables out there. I mean, we still probably have a couple months or three months, but that's... That's what we're looking for. But the to. patio is so nice. <laughs> I mean, the, the patio nice. at Unidad is Thank one of those things where you don't really see it from the street. You know it's kind of there because you can kind of see the lights next to the building. But you want to get there early and just stay for yeah. a couple hours at least. It's yeah. just so nice out there with the little lights. You have like a and... VIP lounge out there too, right? <laughs> yes. and, have, and It's like a couch. And, and a bouncer. And, yeah. and like, <laughs> we, we, have, we have the whole thing out there. <laughs> All right. But right now, you're doing something this coming weekend. You've got Carnival coming up. Yes. And this is perfect because we're doing Mardi Gras down here. You see that Hannah has decorated the entire area. It's I've got lovely. I bump into these stupid streamers hanging from the ceiling <laughs> while I'm walking around here looking for my underpants in the back room. <laughs> They're everywhere. This, I mean, it's like the basement is still a living basement. It looks, you know, on, I love on a, it. On a it Wednesday awesome. morning when I'm walking around and I'm playing with a kid or something like that, I just walk into a Mardi Gras decoration. <laughs> it's left over down here. They're hanging everywhere. But you're doing you're doing Carnival. So what? We all know about what Mardi Gras is because Hannah here is from Louisiana and that's it. Carnival is basically the same thing. It's leading up to Fat Tuesday. But what exactly, if somebody goes into Unidad, what's going to be different? Um, so I think Carnival is like kind of like the Latin version of Mardi Gras. Right. And so, we're so it's probably d- better. I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I doubt it. Music. I doubt it. Uh, no. So we'll just have different music. Yes. We'll have Latin music on. But um, we're going to do uh, Caparina, uh, which is a uh, traditional cocktail from Brazil. The food is great. I always, I, I know <laughs> I you. talk about Thanks, it a lot, Chris. but the food is great. I love the ambiance of everything. And I, I also love your bartenders. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, especially, especially Mike. Mike's Not to awesome. pick anybody else out, but Mike's awesome. Yeah. He's been on the show before with the yeah. mixology thing that he does. And he just comes up with all the craft cocktails. Yeah. How, how did you find a guy like that? Because it seems to me like you got really <laughs> lucky finding, I mean, cause he's one of the, he's probably the most unique bartender in all of Evergreen Park. He is. And so uh, it's a not funny, but an interesting story. He kind of uh, came in uh, on a brunch when we were uh, doing brunch and we were actually getting ready to close. And I was like, when he was coming in, I was like, oh, we're getting ready to close. Why is this guy applying Who's for a job? Jerk? Who is this guy? <laughs> you know, He should know better. But he came in and uh, he had like this look. He had the tattoos on his arms. He had like his hair, uh, you know, pinned up in the back. And right. I'm like, okay. And he had his resume. And so he, when I was looking at his resume, he had a couple of uh, spots that I, that I, um, I knew that are in downtown. And so I asked him, I was like, okay, so, well, can you make this cocktail? And Sure enough, I invited him to make a cocktail and he went behind the bar and uh, he rocked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when you're doing the interview process, this is really interesting. If you're doing the interview process, you you're looking a for a bartender. Yeah. Like, do you Skills come up, test. do you first sit there and go, okay, we're going to do like something simple. Let's see if they at least know what simple syrup is, you know? Can they make it old fashioned? Because I'm just getting them out of here if they can't do yes. something simple. But then do you go, okay, now I'm going to, now I'm going to pull something crazy <laughs> out. Let's see if they can do it. Um, I, I mean, I, there's not a, like a big, crazy interview process. It's just, uh, I do ask those questions. I, um, we've had a server that came in one time and I'm not going to mention names because people are not going to want to work with us, but, uh, 
but I asked, uh, you know, uh, you've been to the restaurant. There's yeah. like certain standards that I. That, oh, you, you have know? some standards. <laughs> so, That's what makes it so enjoyable. So, there's nice nothing place. like Hannah. There is nothing like showing up early because you know sale runs <laughs> sale runs commercials on the show from time to time. There is nothing like showing up early because I have a meeting with Sal and he's having his meeting with all of his people. And it's like they have the menu memorized. Oh, yeah, you They have know to. every little thing that you can do on there. They know what everything, where everything comes from. If you ask for a beer, they know who makes it and where it's made at. And this is where the grains are harvested. Like, he, <laughs> he gets like, I mean, like, and he quizzes before they start. I mean, like, like, if you want this, that's why I always think it's great here to have something in Evergreen Parks. It's like that because I used to work in the River North area. And it was the one time that I would ever see restaurants run like yeah, that yeah. where it was just so, like, we need to be ready for anything when the customer comes in and you run an es- you run a restaurant like that right here in the middle of Evergreen Park, which I think is really cool. Thank you. I tried to. And I, and I think I almost, you happened to come in in one of those meetings. I almost was going to quiz you. I, was like, I know. Hey, do you know this? <laughs> I don't know. No, what was funny was I think that somebody couldn't answer the question and you were about to ask me if I knew where the I beer was, was I from. I think I was. And I did know where the beer was from because I drink a lot of beer. So we've got Carnival coming up and you move the menu around so much. Is it because... You want the different varieties because certain things are in season. Why Why does the menu change so much? Because one, of the, it is actually kind of a cool thing. You walk in and you go, okay, I'm not going to always get the same thing every time. It forces you to sit there and say, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. I have five or six favorites at Unidad instead of the one dish that, like, you know, I'm going to always go to because things change so much. So why why change it? What was the uh, reason? Most of it is seasonal. Okay. Uh, you know, if there's uh, anything that's in season, we try to make sure that we actually apply it to some of the dishes. And then I just don't want to get bored. Like, I want to make sure um, that we, you know, I hate for you to come in and, and you see the menu and it's the same thing. I'm like, oh, okay, it hasn't changed. You know, I, I've gone to restaurants where it's like the same thing. And you're like, okay, I, I want something fun. And so I, I think that's what we just try to make, you know, change them besides the seasonal part of it. Um, but just try to make it fun, you know. And we're actually going to get ready to do a, a, a Quite a few changes, and if you don't mind me plugging it, no, go for it. We're um we're super excited because we're actually bringing in a new chef, um and uh yeah, for like first time the, the last chef didn't know which beer was on tap. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Chris so was like, "You're out of here." Chris actually was the one that Chris was actually the one that let go of the chef for me. I was like, "Thanks, Chris. I couldn't do it myself." Um, but we're bringing in a new chef, and um, we're super excited, super proud because we have it's the kitchen's probably going to be. Uh, an all female uh, kitchen staff, and wow. so we're, we're That's really, cool. we're girl really power excited. Going on That's great. March is International Women's Month. There so, you go. oh, there you go. He said, "You're good." I want to say first. <laughs> I want to say before we get out of here. First of all, my wife Erica, you brought like you brought gifts, which you don't need to do. <laughs> so you brought some swag. You also brought a bottle of tequila. We're not going to let you leave without having some tequila. So, honey, <laughs> if you don't mind grabbing some tequila, and then, yeah, and then also, I want to say. Wow. It is? It's Mescal? It's Mescal. is like the smoky tequila, right? Yes. Is that what that yes. is? Okay. She she, she never asked for a smoky tequila until she started going there, and now I have all these weird tequilas underneath my bar. <laughs> and like, she's a tequila connoisseur now. She's a connoisseur now. I love right. it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the reason that mommy comes home a little intoxicated I'm gonna, now. I'm, I'm going gonna, to ask her to come and do our Mescal <laughs> class for everybody. <laughs> all right. So the other thing I wanted to point out is that um, this is the first time you've come down here, but I want to tell you thank you, my friend, because... You did the first Eating Evergreen Park when the EP podcast was brand new. You were one of the first people to get behind the show when it was happening. And I can't believe you bring in gifts because I should be giving you gifts. Oh, stop okay? it. Okay. I mean, I really this should. Is- and that's why we're at least going to give Sal a taste of what he brought in here for us. Okay. <laughs> 
We're going to serve him at least his own tequila. I love it. Because I didn't get him any gifts, and I probably should be giving him gifts instead of him giving me gifts. No, this is is perfect. uh, First time being here, you're probably going to get sick of me because I'm going to be asking you, hey, can I come back You come over anytime you want to. This is awesome. You come over anytime you want to, okay? We, We... we have Hannah down here. It was originally just going to be like every once in a while, but now, you know, Hannah and Erica are friends. So now Hannah's down here like every week. Yeah. She's on the show. And then the girls, <laughs> after they're done, leave. they drink two bottles of wine. They might be over at your place later on in the night. Okay? So there's a good chance. That what, what kind of tequila did Sal bring us? What is it? What do we got? It's just, yeah, but it, here, give him the bottle. Oh, here. So, Let me see it. So it's, he, uh, can, he can tell us what it is. So it's, uh, it's a mezcal and it's a, um, the um, name of it is uh, Proligio. It's a Prolegio Blanco. Okay. Fancy stuff, I would assume. Bring nothing but the best here. <laughs> nothing That's but the best assume. for Eric. Okay. <laughs> Remember, Unidad is located in the heart of Evergreen Park at 3339 West 95th Street. Uh, they are open. You're, are you, is there any day you're not open? Uh, we are not open on Mondays. On Mondays. Well, yes. nobody's open on Mondays, yeah. so good for you. Take, take Monday <laughs> off, okay? You know what? I'm going to start being not open on Mondays, too. Erica's going to be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm closed on Mondays, okay? But if you ever need any uh, information from them, you can visit them at unidadrestaurant.com or give them a call at 708-529-0911. My friend, I appreciate you bringing us in. Do we have... My pleasure. Get, get, what is, what, what, is there a special toast? Is there a carnival toast? Is there... Is there something you can Salud. say in Spanish so that, I, that I, I, we can make Salud. this more exotic? Salute. 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 Yeah, we're going to need more of those. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things when Tom Walsh is nearby? He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy, and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh, He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie, member SIPC. So let's do some rejected trivia questions. All right. Um, we have we have the group here from Most Holy Redeemer. I feel like I feel like Tom's going to be doing the questions because that's his job, and he's really good at it. That's my job. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to be honest with you. A couple years back, I'm at one of these things, or somebody else who's hosting besides you. Erica sitting next to me. She goes, you should host this. Like, what? She's like, you do the radio thing. You can do the podcast thing. You should host this. You're funny. Then you got up there the next year, and I was like, I'm not hosting this. He's better than me. <laughs> like, he's, he's actually funnier than I am. I'm, I don't want to go up there and follow him. I would love to see you do it next year, Chris. <laughs> I would absolutely kill to see you up there next year from, from a seat no, this on the is floor. You. This is you forever. Part this of the reason why we want to hand off the committee is because we want to play. Like we want to take down oh, yeah. the Highland That's team. That's why I won't do it. So, so if you win, if you I want win, to take over. This? If right. I win, I'll take over. So it's a three-year tour. If I win, I'll take over. That's what I'll do. If I win, I'll take over, and I expect to win the extra points for the best dressed table, <laughs> and a bonus ten points for being cute. Okay, let's <laughs> let's let's do the rejected trivia questions. Because this is my favorite thing. That's really why I brought you down here is to do trivia with Understood. Hannah. So Understood. who's doing it with us? 
So Matt, Matt, Matt McKee. Matt's going to do it. He's on the he's on the committee. But he's not seen these questions. Yeah, no, not seen these I, questions. I haven't seen these questions. Hannah's, so. Hannah's <laughs> over there and I'm then an me. Outsider. So there's three of us that are doing it. How are we going to, do we buzz in or do we just kind of all guess or what do you want to do? Uh, yeah, I think last year just. We buzzed, right? Yeah, buzzed. Right. Maybe, so you got to yeah. come up with the, what your what buzzer noise is. What's your oh. buzzer noise? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm doing the Shakira. Okay. Are you ready? All right. All right. Question number one. Name the Kenny Chesney song with the lyrics, and I wish I had gone to church on Sunday morning. We need a country person on our team. You're from the country. I know Kenny Chesney, like, prior to 1997. You're from the country. Yeah, I know all of his old stuff. Pick a Kenny Chesney song. Oh my God, I got to read some Kenny Chesney. There's a whole Kenny Chesney category. Grandma told me so. You know there is. Or there's a country category. Somebody better be ready for this. We're trying to promote the raffle. Giant uh, Kenny Chesney knowledge. I'm going to go with a lot of things different. Yep, that is accurate. That's it. Okay. I don't know the newer stuff. Matt's got it. All right. Question number two. Pink briefly dated this Motley Crue drummer. Tommy Lee. Oh, I don't you know. You didn't buzz. Kind of a, not a buzz in, You didn't but... buzz. Go oh, ahead, Matt. You buzzed. Tommy Lee. Correct. Oh. Man! <laughs> Just because I didn't follow the rules. You have to God. buzz. You have to buzz. All Pamela right. Anderson, Pink. Question number three. Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. Name this first female Nobel Prize winner who died from radiation exposure and gave us the quote above. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh, Hannah? I'm going to say Marie Curie. Correct. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Hannah had it. I could see her. Context I wasn't even going to buzz it. She was leaning into the microphone. Right. She was Context ready to go. Context clues, kids. She's on my Pay team. attention right. in English. Study Marie Curie. <laughs> <laughs> it was an entire Marie It's <laughs> all Marie Curie. There better not be a Marie Curie yeah. category. She was yeah. the first female <laughs> Nobel Prize winner, Chris. <laughs> Maybe a table decorating idea for okay. you. Marie Radiation. I don't know if that plays with 40-year-old women. <laughs> Question number four. Science is a wonderful thing, and if one does not have to earn one's... I'm sorry. Science is a wonderful thing if one does not have to earn one's living at it. Name the scientist who said this. All right, Chris. Albert Einstein. Correct. Good guess. Did you know that was a quote? No, I remember that he said it. No, I knew he said it. I remember that he said it. I knew it was an Albert Einstein quote, and I am convinced now there's an entire scientist category ah. in this thing. Because that is two of them that would have fallen under the same but category. This is- Rejected, when you, are these rejected questions from yeah, this year? Yeah, these are rejected questions from this year. So if We're you listen to the EP podcast, science. you know what's coming. That's science. kind of the thing. Yeah. Okay. Question number five. I drive Erin nuts. She's looking. She's like, you're a jerk. You're giving everything away. I'm just so nervous. (laughs) I'm going to get in so much trouble. All right. Number five. Which U.S. president said, it has long been recognized that the problems with alcohol relate not to the use of a bad thing, but to the abuse of a good thing. Let's hear it. Uh, I'm going to go with Ulysses S. Grant, famous <laughs> alcoholic president. Ulysses had a lot of abuse, but he is not the answer, no! unfortunately. Buzz, buzz, buzz. I'm Let's just saying it. Calvin Coolidge. Silent Cal is not Calvin right Coolidge? either, I'm afraid. I just pulled that out of yeah. You're he off the team. Ulysses Grant. At least mine made sense. Obscure presidents is not the category. It is super famous presidents, <laughs> Matt McKee. Let's I'm with Abraham Lincoln. Absolutely, Abraham Lincoln. Honest <laughs> Abe, enjoyed a cocktail. <laughs> All right. 
Name the president that said what America needs now is a drink. Again, alcoholic presidents. What well, America needs we need now is a drink. We got to be ready for drink. What America needs now is a drink. I'm going to oh. go. Bloop. All right. Let's I'm go. Uh, when prohibition ended. Yep. Let's, You're on the right uh, track. Let's, let's do that. Yep. Uh, I don't know who it was. I'm just going to go FDR. Correct. Franklin yes. Delano right. Roosevelt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so unfortunately, it turns out that we have some studying to do. We have a we gotta lot know. of studying. We got to yeah. work on presidents. Scientists. Scientists. Definitely scientists. There's definitely some scientists. <laughs> Drunken scientists. presidents. Possibly. Drunken presidents, presidents. Something like that. Yes. Okay, so we're good. We're ready to go. This is on what date again? February 29th. Leap day, Saturday, February 29th. We got $450 tables on the 29th of February. There's only a few of them left. Get them while you can. This is the premier trivia night in the entire area. This is the best one. They provide food. Yes. They've got alcohol. They've got fun. They've got stuff at the tables. They've got a silent auction. They've got Tom here making jokes. We have scientists questions and James <laughs> Bond presidents. questions. And somewhere in there, I believe there'll be another EP podcast Chris Lanuti question. Right? Run, do not walk to www.mhrschool.com to get your table. Look at Aaron. Aaron put her head down. Make sure you're brushed up on the EP podcast. We were a question last year. We might be a question again this year. That would be wonderful. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to showing up again this looking year. Looking forward to seeing and you, And crushing Father Highland and his team. And uh, we'll see you guys on the 29th. Thank you very much for coming down here. Thank we got you, Aaron, Chris. Tom, we got Matt. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you Thanks, for having Chris. us. Thanks, another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Launcher. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.